Hey friends, welcome to Recovering with Danny. I'm your host, Danielle Van Kay, and this podcast is all about eating disorder recovery, being a single 30-something, navigating the dating scene, and going through, you know, an existential crisis or two. My goal as an eating disorder recovery coach is to help you start living the life you have always dreamt of. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode. How are we all doing? How the fuck are we all doing? I feel like everyone is counting the days up until the end of the year, aren't we? Because this episode is going to drop on the 25th. So that will be the first day of Christmas. I hope you're having a fabulous Christmas. But then, obviously, we're going to also drop one on the 1st of January. So, you know, it coincides with the Mondays, the the podcast, which is going to be like a bit of a mindfuck. But whatever, we're just going to roll with it. We're just going to stay consistent. I am now in the south of France recording this episode. It feels like a million, year, a million years ago for some reason. I don't know why. Not that it matters. Um, and I'm, I think I'm just going to jump into the topic of today without any introduction because there's not much to say. Coaching is um, booking up so fast. My God, I only have a few spots here or there available. It's like I said, it's always it goes like that so, so, so fast. So, you know, jump on, uh, on that bandwagon in case you do want to receive coaching from me. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. So today, basically this podcast episode has been inspired by two, no, hold on three. Well, two clients and one person who sent me a DM on Instagram saying the following, I almost lost my shit, just FYI. I thought, what in God's name? This is an answer from three girls who are in coaching. No, hold on. They're in therapy with, one is with a psychologist, one is with a coach, and the other one is with a therapist. So also interesting how, you know, different you know, backgrounds and studying and whatnot, but they all had the same answer. I'm not going to say who it is. I'm not going to say who the coaches are or the therapist or whatnot, because I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus, but I felt like I needed to address the answer that was given to two of my clients and one person who sent me a DM. So are you ready? Because it's bad. It's real, real bad. It's so bad that I thought, what in what are we still this is still going on in 2023 almost 2024 and yes it is so sad so deeply like made me really sad so what happened was my clients and that girl on instagram dm said that's basically pretty much the same they had a conversation about the fear of weight gain with their you know therapist psychologist or coach guess what they what the conversation was about so they said i am so afraid of weight gain especially throughout the holiday season because you know we eat more things are more spontaneous all the things guess what they said guess what the 
answer to this dilemma of how can I cope with possible weight gain during the holidays because I have a feeling that I won't be able to cope with it, the answer for them was how can we make sure that we prevent you gaining weight so you won't have to cope with whatever feeling will come up if you do gain weight? What? What? Hold the line, hold the phone, call the newspapers. What? Oh, I'm screaming, as you can say, to tell. My, I'm like still shooketh. Like the fact that this is still being said, I'm being thrown around, scares the living shit out of me. You could argue, Denny, tell us the names of the people because you can prevent a lot of people having like poor support. Again, I'm not going to do that. This is not a, I'm going to call people out on their shit. No, I mean, you will figure it out. So basically when I, of course, when I have a client who gets that and, you know, who when they're my client, I will say immediately, you have to stop coaching or you have to stop not coaching because they're coaching with me, but you have to stop. In my case, it was a psychologist and a uh, therapist so I said you have to honestly stop working with them because it it doesn't align with my vision whatsoever they're upholding the fear of you gaining weight which is the inevitable anyway right so this is literally like we're beating a dead horse here it's insane this is really ridiculous so the person who sent me a dm said the same thing but then a coach told her this and you know no matter who's saying it a parent a, a coach well you know what it does actually matter because a parent is not specialized is not uh someone who's been through you know didn't go to school and didn't go to study for this and they still say this and as someone with an eating disorder you're already very insecure you're already dread the whole weight gain thing right we all do when we have an eating disorder and in general i mean we live in a diet culture world it is like everything is hallelujah praise the lord if you lost weight and oh my god oh my god how why did you gain weight and how can you make sure that that doesn't happen so the fact that they reinforce that fear and that thought scares me a lot so this is a PSA for everyone who's working with a coach, a therapist, a psychologist, no matter what kind of experience they have, how long they've been working in the field. Honestly, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't care. I feel like they should know what they're saying. And this is damaging so much. How they could rephrase it. And this is what someone like, okay, let's again use this as an example so my client will say and everyone will say this listen Danny, i'm like dead afraid of gaining weight how can i make sure that i won't you know be able to um uh you know ruin my holiday or how can i make sure that i'm going to take that trip with my boyfriend or uh, be in a bikini uh in the i don't know bahamas during the holiday season or i mean lucky you if you are by the way but you know whatever it is or how can I be able to eat with the family and not give it like have a care in the world when it comes to my weight? Well, guess what? We're going to make sure that you're going to be able to cope with whatever emotion is going to come up when it comes to weight gain. Because like I said, weight gain is the inevitable. We have to focus on the neural rewiring. We have to focus on what's going up on there, like in there, like, and I'm like, 
touching my my brain right now that's what what's important so if you're a mess up there and you're constantly scared of food and you're constantly like obsessed with oh my god i have to restrict i have to exercise i have to purge i have to do this and that you're in a prison you're imprisoned it's like a golden cage it's awful it's awful and you know what a lot of people won't see maybe on the outside that you're struggling and this is making matters even worse so then i would say okay you know what let's get the recovery toolkit out how can we make sure that we make this weight gain journey of yours a little bit more pleasant because is it going to be fun no it's not going to be fun i will like give you the dead honest truth and I won't sugarcoat it. I, I mean, I always say this to clients. If, if you're a client and you're listening to this, you know that, okay, here she goes again, because I always say, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm going I'm to give you the God honest truth because I went through the whole weight gain journey myself a couple of times. And I mean, hand on my heart, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. I've actually told the story like twice in the past week about my first initial recovery journey when I was 20, up like between 20 and 21. And then, then I, after that, I relapsed because of Lyme. And then the second time around when I really, really, really did it well. And also when I over, when I was overshooting both times, I thought gaining weight is going to be the end of the world. I thought I'm going to be this awful, disgusting looking monster. And I won't be able to look myself in the face, look in the mirror. I No one will find me attractive. I will be like the ugliest piece of shit on, on this planet. And I have been diagnosed with body dysmorphic disorder. So I already knew that as a whole in itself, I already had bad body image, right? Like as I, I can remember, even as a child, when I was like, God, 10 or something, I've always looked at my body as it wasn't mine for some reason. Um, and then on top of it, that's why when I was so good at manipulating my body weight, I was like, wow, this gives me a kick. You know, this gives me some sense of false sense of false of sense. Hold on false sense of safety jesus can talk um and so pretty much what it came down to is that i both times even though i didn't love the weight gain i never really despised it and hated it that much also big one is that i got a lot in return and the, what I what I mean by that is the first time around, what I got in return was a free life of saying yes to people, being able to study. I went to university that year. I was able to say yes to friends, new friends, make new friends. And I did the same thing around in my mid-20s. So I remember when I you know, was recovered back at that time because I lost so many people throughout my life because of my Lyme disease and also anorexia. I just honestly cut out every person in my life because I just didn't have anyone to do stuff with. And at some point you don't get invites anymore. You know, that's kind of like, you know, what happened. So I had to start all over and I, I'm so still so fucking proud of myself to this day that I did that, that I said yes to so many invites and that I went on Bumble BFF and I did go on so many dates and I figured out who I was and what I liked and what I didn't like. And also what was a very good exposure, I told myself for the longest time, no, and this sounds so cliche, but you know what? I feel like so many girls and guys can relate to this. 
I thought I'm not going to be attractive anymore to the opposite sex, aka men, because I define as heterosexual. And um, guess what? I was having three, four dates a week. The guys didn't care at all that I was like, at, and this was at my heaviest. So it was kind of like an exposure therapy slash test of seeing, hmm, you know, and funny enough, I recently, I was going through, you know, how the iPhone gives you all these, you know, memories and stuff. And I was going through my camera roll because gr this girl needs to clean up. My God, my phone is so full. It's embarrassing. And it just started to shut down and all doing all these weird things. So I started to delete all these old photos. And I, so I just, you know, I saw all these old photos and then I was like, oh, wait, I think this was my old Bumble profile or Tinder photo. And now looking at it, I think, you know what? I would change the angle maybe a little or this or that, but I look at this girl with so much love and so much care and I'm like, look at her in this new body of hers, just getting herself out there. And I was, guys, I was having success, just FYI. I was learning to be a sexual human being again. I was like learning and discovering so many aspects of life and it was so cool and it was so interesting and so fascinating. And, you know, in the end, in, in Dutch, we have a saying that you can't eat from a pretty plate, uh, which is such a random thing, but also so true. If you're just pretty and thin and like a supermodel and you're boring as fuck and you have no personality, no one is going to be really interested in hanging out with you. I'm sorry, but that's just how it is. I mean, yes, they're sure there's this thing called pretty privilege. It's a thing. But if you're boring as fuck and you have no character and no personality or you're just an, like a not like a not not nice person, <laughs> that's a very nice way for me to say it. Like you're a crap, like a shitty person. No one wants to hang out with you. So no one cares about that extra weight or whatever weight, not even extra, just that your weight. No one cares except for you. Now I know that some people will argue with me and say, yeah, no, but you know what? My people care, my boyfriend cares, or my sister cares, or my mom or my dad or whatever. Listen, if these people are fat phobic, that's on them. Now, if it's your boyfriend or your girlfriend, your partner, get the fuck out. Like if they're fat phobic and they want to, I actually had a couple of clients, three in the, to be exact in the past six years. So that thank God the percentage is not high because most of my clients have amazing supportive partners. But I remember three of my clients saying, my partner wants me to stay a certain size And I, I kind of told them to run because you're not going to be able to recover while simultaneously suppress your body weight, right? I mean, that's just ridiculous. So, and also the fact that someone is so obsessed with their weight or your weight, that is not the, that, that shouldn't be the, the premise of a relationship or the, 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 you know, that's not, yeah, not a good foundation to build a relationship on at all. So these people also got out of these relationships and in hindsight, they were very toxic. So all in all, I, first of all, I'm so sad that this still happens, that this is the advice being given of how can we prevent for you to gain weight? We should rephrase that. We should rephrase the narrative to, okay, so guess what? You might actually gain weight guess what? That's part of normal life. Guess what? Fluctuating is part of normal life. And we should start learning to cope with these feelings and with these emotions. We start to, we need to start learning to navigate worlds 
and living in a society that's very diet phobic and no, not diet phobic, fat phobic and diet centric. Is that a word? I mean, everything is like revolving around diets and losing weight and whatever. And we should start to learn living life and recovering in a world where everyone is, you know, involved in a diet or where pretty privilege and bodies are a thing. I will never say, oh, guys, God, pff, Jesus, that's not a thing. Hello, we have TikTok, we have Instagram, we have TV, we have I will, that, that's so dismissive to say that, that would be so dismissive. It's an actual thing. So trust me, I know how it is and I know how it feels like my head is not in the gutter. I know exactly where, where we are in the world. Having said that, you as someone who is in recovery, you're just a little different than that other person who's just going on a random diet on a Monday and then stops on Friday because they can't do it anymore. You know, we have a certain chip in our brain that makes us so good at restriction. And that's the difference. So I wish these quote unquote specialists would have said, listen, it's probably going to happen. How can we make sure that you're going to navigate this period of your life? Because the weight gain will be happening. And you know what you get in return? Spending time, spending family time during Christmas. How amazing is that? You know, isn't that so much more profound and more important than the weight gain if you put it in perspective and sure the client will probably say yes but it feels different i get that on an emotional level it feels better to suppress your body weight i won't lie that's just how it is that's what an eating disorder is plus again we live in a diet culture centric world so it's just like being taught but the fact that they reinforce that sentiment and that thought is extremely hurtful so circling back to the beginning the inevitable is going to happen. You're going to gain weight, but you can't. And I actually just had an intake about this, this um, potential client said, but I don't want to gain weight. And I never usually have intakes like this. And, um, and I said, well, are you sure you're talking to the right person? Because you're going to gain weight anyway. Like, again, this is the inevitable. So if someone says that upfront, I will be like, okay, well, fair enough. I get that. I, I, no one wants to gain weight if I would come up with a solution that as a collective, as a whole, collectively, no one will gain weight, but we all will recover. I would be fucking rich. That doesn't exist. So you have to stay realistic here. It's going to be hard, but you'll have to embrace the weight gain. Is it going to be as hard as you think it is going to be? Not necessarily, because like I said, I really thought I'm going to be the most unattractive, disgusting, horrible looking, whatever person there is. And it didn't happen. It didn't happen. So, you know, hopefully that gives you some reassurance of that might not happen to me either. And if it does, I always say to everyone, listen, give it at least one and a half to two years to fully, fully, fully recover. If you're currently in an overshooting phase, let your body do whatever it needs to do. Don't do anything weird. Let your body heal. That overshooting phase is actually very, very healing and very crucial. It happened to me as well. Don't do anything weird. Just keep on eating all the foods. You probably will notice that your extreme hunger will dissipate a bit, um, which is a normal and natural sign. And if it's still present, give in. Like, let, again, let your body do whatever it needs to do and trust 
oh, this sounds so cliche, but trust the process. And if you can find some reassurance in listening to this podcast, listen to other podcasts, podcasts uh, or Instagram accounts or uh, having a coach like me or someone else that will be helpful, I'm sure. So weight gain is going to be inevitable, but we're not what we're not going to do is going to prevent gaining weight so you won't feel X, Y, or Z. No, that's postponing the inevitable because you're going to feel like that anyway at some point, right? So weight gain, again, is inevitable and you will have to find a way to cope with these emotions and with these feelings that I know you don't want to feel. But that's like literally postponing the inevitable and it's fucking stupid, it's ignorant, and it's dumb, yet so normal because we all do it. We're all like, but I don't want to feel like that. I get it, sweetie. I get it. I didn't want to feel like that either. Yet here we are many, many moons later and nothing bad happens. I got so much freedom in return and I want that for you as well. So let that be your promise for yourself in the new year, which in the new year, I'm going to talk about something again, completely different. I actually have to do some more research about it because I'm so fascinated by this topic and I got a lot of questions about it and I know a lot about it, but not as much as I thought. So I'm going to do a little bit more research and I'm going to be back here next week. Happy holidays. Go celebrate with yourself, with your family. If you gain weight, sweetie, again, I need to start saying sweetie, honey pie, all the things. It's normal. It's normal. Okay. Again, I hope you're having a wonderful Christmas. If you do celebrate, and I'll be here next week. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many people as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation and support me is by screenshotting and sharing it on social media. And I would find it so cool if you could leave a review as well on any platform you're listening on. If you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Danielle Fenke. See you here next week.